0: Hello again. Thank you for tuning in um, for ep- with episode, or for episode two. You are with Cut Color outside, outside the Lines, line. Leslie and Tanya. Hello. And we just wanted to talk about fatphobia
1: today. Yeah. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about fatphobia in um, childhood experiences. Uh, we just wanted to talk to our fellow peers and women of
0: color that have dealt with body issues um, what they did um, to themselves to try to lose weight try to fit in with um the other skinny kids (laughs) skinny girls (laughs) skinny girls
1: yeah and just really just show how big Mm -hmm. society affects children and the struggles that we go to to try and fit in and then also just end it with um
0: Bit of a positive note. Um or on the on a journey for a positive way to try exactly. to um, love ourselves because I, I feel like we're not all there yet. Um mm-hmm. this is more of Tanya's like topic. So what inspired you?
1: Yes. So <laughs> uh in class we read the book Um You Have the Right to Remain Fat by Virgie Tovar. Oh that was a good one. It was, yeah. And it it made me cry and it made me really (laughs) emotional and it just really reminded me of being a child and remembering like what it was like before you knew you were fat Uh and I just I'm a psychology major also so I've just always been interested in the way your childhood forms your adult life later on and yeah I just wanted to listen to the stories of other woman of color and see what they're going through and what so many are going through
0: yeah I'm reading anyway. um torah torah's book um it did remind me of like moments similar moments i could relate to her and like i just i was just sitting there like uh, i remember like when i was in the, uh, this particular situation too and like yeah but it, it was comforting to actually hear um our friends talk about their experiences in high school because i would just i was just sitting there like oh my god like me too it's so similar yeah uh, and, like it makes you realize like everybody goes through this it's not just yourself or singled out or like it's a everybody's affected by this especially women of color mm-hmm. yeah talking definitely
1: helps um so yeah here's the episode and we hope you enjoy mm-hmm. thank you
0: Okay, so we have some special guests with us for our podcast. Yes. Let's introduce Judith. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> and then Jackie. Hi. And then, of course, me and Tanya. Hello. So what we are gonna what are we going to get into, fat phobia,
1: so, our childhood
0: <laughs> traumas? <that> yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. So we're just going to be talking about how we feel about our bodies. We're all women of color here. Um, and, yeah, we're just going to talk about our experiences growing up. And how we dealt with it. How we dealt with what it. Yeah. What, how we feel now, and what we think about what society thinks about our bodies. So. Do you want to start, Jackie? Jackie. Uh, yeah. How was um? What was? How did you feel about your body growing up from uh, your childhood? Uh,
2: what growing, did people
1: tell you about
2: it? Growing up, I was never really uh, confident in my body. <clears throat> um, um, I know that during my high school years I struggled with bulimia mm-hmm. um so that really um, had a large had a really bad um effect on me no, I <laughs> it's okay that yeah. made be nervous yeah what made you feel that way um I think it's just the fact that I would struggle a lot um, I would compare myself a lot to um, like the other girls that were skinnier mm-hmm. and it made me want to be like them. So therefore I, you know, would try to, I um, would go days without eating. Um, I would overwork myself. I'd um, run eight miles every day. I'd go to track practice and then I'd wake up at five in the morning and I'd run two miles. Um, but when I did eat, um it would be oatmeal and even that i would like put it up um yeah that makes me sad
1: <laughs> <laughs> um so did you feel better
2: when you would lose weight or like actually did it no. matter i i think that i was never happy with my body mm-hmm. um i lost i wanted i, I think it was about 40 I don't like a little I don't know if it was over 40 pounds but I know it was more than 40 pounds in like three months and I I myself never saw the changes in my body Mm. I I would still see the same person that I was even before I became bulimic Mm -hmm. and I was very hard on myself when I um when I would do that you know that's why I would always like stop myself from eating, or if I did eat, I'd be like, I need to throw it up, I need to throw it up, I need to throw it up. Um, I never saw how skinny I was, or mm-hmm. you know how bad it was affecting me until now. Now that I yeah. look back at my pictures, I realize how skinny I was and how unhealthy I looked.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but at the time, I I was never satisfied with my body ever. I, yeah. I was never satisfied.
1: That's
0: crazy. Yeah. Do you feel like a, <clears throat> there's still like a lot of fat phobia going on right now,
2: or I do believe that, that there is. Yeah, I see it a lot, and it makes me really sad because you know, coming from someone that struggled a lot with that, I've I have um, friends that you know don't tell me that they do it. But I can see, Mm -hmm. I like you know things that they do. They're obsessed with. Yeah, things that that they're obsessed with. um, I notice it, and mostly because there are things that I used to do. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Um, So it's not it's not hard. Like maybe for someone who didn't struggle with bulimia or uh, you know anorexia, they won't notice. But Mm -hmm. me, I would. (laughs) Yeah. Um. And you know, I feel like social media has a lot to do with, um. You know, fat phobia because uh, it creates like these false image. It gives like you know, yeah, society and like women like these like false like um, image like these false uh, illusions. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's what we talked about in our last episode yeah, about so. how, like being gone there and you just compare yourself and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I wish I was that skinny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's why would do a lot. It's crazy how it like consumes oh yeah. your whole life where that's like all you think about when you wake up. Cause I growing up, I was the same way, but. For some reason, my gag reflex, like, sucks. Or, well, it's, like, really – it's really strong, I should say. So, like, I remember – but, like, I remember being really young and, like, trying to make myself throw up. But I couldn't throw up. Uh But I wanted to throw up. So then I would just not eat. Like, I remember I would chew food. I would chew food just to taste it and then spit it out. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't do it for very long because I got over it eventually. But, like, yeah, like, I definitely felt that pressure to be – Skinny to like look a certain way Mm -hmm. to have my hair straightened Mm -hmm. and like not curly. I just I and looking back, yeah, it's sad. It's like I wanted to be essentially like the all American
0: white girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we've all thought that like like that because I know in high school too. I always like I would never last long, but I would stop eating for like a week or two Mm -hmm. just to fit in and want to lose weight fast. Yeah. So how do you?
1: feel like do you think if you grew up in another country or how do you like if you feel like society didn't tell you if they didn't show all these images or like press being skinny so mm-hmm. much you grew up somewhere
0: else do you think you would have had the same childhood or do you think we had that scenario in class where we had to right like if there was no fat phobia like what would you do if people were like i would just eat <laughs> yeah so what would you do like you. how do you think your life if there was different? no like pressure to be fit and look good
2: and I mean if there was no pressure to be fit or to be um skinny. to be skinny I don't think there would be like this uh like this ideal because mm-hmm. it would have never existed uh-huh. you know mm-hmm. so there's really no like um you can like, no standards. Though. Yeah, there's no standard. I feel so. like there's
3: just a difference between being skinny and being healthy. Because yeah, yeah. you can, yeah. can oh, be the yeah. skinniest person ever but that doesn't mean you're the healthiest. Mm-hmm.
1: You but people be, will still compliment you. Yeah.
3: You can be like like a good like a big size, be like healthy, but some people can't help it cuz they have thyroid problems and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to just like compare between how healthy are they really? Uh-huh. You know?
1: That's very true. Yeah, it's just, it's sad how much, especially women, especially women of color, because first of all, we're not white. Uh-huh. Second of all, our bodies don't. Aren't the same. Aren't the same, yeah. yeah. And we look different. And it just, it sucks. Like, we're being judged. But, so how do you feel now about your bodies, or how? Or how was your like,
3: experience doing it growing up? Okay, like, yeah, it's me, I was obese. Um, I weighed like almost 170. Um, When I had surgery, um, I I would have to go to the doctors every Tuesday. And that's when I realized how much I weighed. Mm -hmm. And so ever since that, um, once summer hit, um, between summer and when school started, I lost, I went from like 170 to like 139. And I would work out in the mornings and in the afternoons like an on-demand, like they have like those workouts. Mm -hmm. And then um, I started cutting back of like like sodas and chips and then slowly, like after I would eat, I would go into my room and I would like just jump rope. Like whenever there was a commercial, I jump rope till like my show came back on. And then like, it was just constantly like back and forth. and then, like, once school happened again, like, everyone was like, Whoa, like, you got so they complimented me. They complimented you me. And, like, it made me feel good, but I didn't do it the right way,
1: mm-hmm. if that made
3: sense. But I feel like even now, like, I, it's like Jackie said before, like, you're still going to have that mentality sometimes. That it's like, you're going to see yourself as you were before.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
3: now on Twitter, like... It's like oh, like I have to start getting my summer bod, right? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, you see all these pictures of these women, um, like in bikinis, like with big butts or like big boobs, like you know. And it's like you know we we've all retweeted one saying yeah. like yikes. like we gotta get it together, you know? Yeah, And like I just feel like <laughs> <with> all, yep, <laughs> the same. <laughs> like you know. I think it's just more the pressure of like you have to look good in a bikini.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah, and so. Do you guys still feel that way or do you feel, like, more liberated with your body now? Or do you or do you feel like you're still struggling? Because I know that I still struggle. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have I, – I'm not, like, extremely fat or, like, I'm just kind of in the middle. Like, I'm normal. Yeah. But I do, like, I have rolls. Like, I have stretch marks. And, like, I even, do. like, if I were to wear, like, a two-piece – I mean, I'll do it now that I'm more comfortable. Especially yeah. after this class, like I'm more comfortable with my body now. But I, was, I still get like tinges where I'm like, oh, like I need to sit up straight. Like my rolls are showing, or like, you know. <laughs> and I'm to trying to, I'm trade. trying yeah. to get away from that. So I, but I feel better than I did when I was growing up because I was like really obsessive with it too. Where like I wouldn't wear certain, I would wear sweaters like in the summer, just to like hide, like because I, yeah. I was chubbier too. And so, Or put your backpack on your lap. Yeah, like, cover yourself, you know, just, like, uncomfortable. Yeah. Remote, trying I feel them. like I'm okay. Like, like
3: I feel like I'm okay where I'm at. I just need to get healthier and just, like, tone myself. Because, mm. like, I know I'm not fat. I know I'm not, like, Mm-mm. hella skinny. Like, I'm at, like, where I want to be. I just need to, like, work on it a little bit more. Especially, like, how I eat.
1: Do you feel like you'll like yourself more? If you get that. I feel
3: like I'll be more, like, a little proud of myself. Proud? Yeah. Because, like, there are days where it's just, like, down, like, I need to get it together. You know, like, I look ugly. (laughs) And and then there's other days where, like, I put on, like, an outfit, and I'm, like, dang, like, I'm hella feeling myself. (laughs) You know? So, like, I feel like it just, it's always going to be, like, a constant battle. Mm
1: -hmm. In one of the books we read in class, she talks about how you essentially need to be happy with yourself now because there's always going to be like, and we talked about it in class too. I don't know if you remember where she was like, um, you know, you're always going to be like, Oh, like if I squat this much, if I do this, if Uh I do this, then people will like me, then people, then I'll be better about myself. Then I'll have more attention. Then you get the compliment. And you just, Oh yeah. And you're just always living in a future tense, but you're never really like get to enjoy yourself right now. Mm hmm. It's always like, oh, like one day like I just got to work out more, like I just got to do this. And I feel like it's important for people to know that try to love yourself where you are right now. Like, okay. you know what I mean? Like just what about it's you, cheesy, but try to love
0: your body right now. How do you feel right now about your body?
2: Uh, right now, I feel like I'm more I feel like I'm I'm not happy with my body, but like I I'm more accepting of my body uh-huh. because I mean, like, as I've said before, you know, all the things I would put my body through, mm-hmm. like, now I'm like, well, I feel like now I eat healthier, um, you know, so now, like, I'm like, okay, well, I, maybe I do need to eat, break- because there, you know, I would never eat breakfast, mm-hmm. my first meal would always be maybe, like, at six or eight, Um like, now I eat breakfast, now I eat lunch, now I eat, you know, dinner, I'll, like, mm-hmm. I'll eat snacks, you know, here and there. Like, I feel like I'm more healthy now mm-hmm. than I was before, and so, therefore, I feel like I'm more accepting of my body. That's good, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's definitely a process we all have to, like, um, learn and accept,
2: and it's, it's hard. hard, especially
0: with um, what society tells us, And but I think we'll get there eventually. What is that one song? Um... It's by Alyssa Cara. Oh. Uh, Which one? I know how you're talking about um, like, Beautiful? Yeah, beautiful. But Alyssa like, Cara or something Yeah. Like, that? Uh-huh.
3: like she talks, um, like, in the song, she's talking about how, like, the models, like, get the stars themselves to be
1: beautiful mm-hmm. and, like,
3: this and that.
0: So, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a good song to listen
1: to. Yeah. Should be our theme song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just need to remind ourselves to accept who we are, like, we can't all be perfect. Our our bodies are our own bodies. Yeah. yeah. Easier said than done. We're better. working
1: towards it. We'll get there maybe so, someday. So do you guys have any advice for like other people that are probably – sinners? listeners? Yeah, the, <laughs> that, <laughs> that <laughs> aren't <laughs> accepting their bodies, that like wake up hating their bodies or just feel like
0: – Because I know I still do,
1: but – Some days. Some days, days. yeah. I, I feel like too. just making
3: sure, sure. you like – you're being like healthy like it's not like look. Like, oh you have to stop eating chips for the rest of your life it's more like making sure you have like the right nutrients and like the right types of food and then just you can't just sit there and like hate your body and then keep putting stuff in it but not being like obsessive over like you know mm-hmm. becoming skinny but doing it the right way
1: There's a balance yeah yeah mm-hmm. It's hard to find
0: the value directly. Any other advice? <laughs> don't,
2: don't throw up. Don't <laughs> make, don't, don't make yourself throw kidding. up. Um, I, I really like how you said about like the balance thing. Um, I think that that's something that it took me a really long time to understand mm-hmm. because even now, you know, um, now I'm a junior. And I'm, I'm going to be a junior in uh, college.
1: Wait, do you guys both go to state?
2: okay I don't cool um you know even like now like sometimes i I still like it's still like sometimes you know I'll get up in the morning and be like if you don't eat breakfast it's today, like in like, the back of your mind yeah, yeah it's in the back of my too. mind and it's something that you know I still have to fight mm-hmm. um I just have to keep like reminding myself like you know like you can eat but you just can't um, because I, what my problem was that sometimes I would, um, I would binge eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was because of the fact that, you know, I'd go like three, four, sometimes five days without eating. Yeah. Um, Seize the moment. Yeah. So, you know, my room was like, Oh, I want this. I want this. I'm just going to throw it up anyways. Like I should just eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Patrick. <laughs> like Patrick, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just, like, it's all about balance, and, you know, you just have to be more accepting of who you are, you know? Yeah. Because so. if you, like, you know, live your life, like, comparing yourself to everyone, you're never going to be satisfied. And I can tell you from personal experience that you will never be satisfied with your body if you keep comparing yourself to others. Yeah, that's so good.
0: Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But anyways, thank you, guys for being on our podcast and for giving us advice and telling us your stories. Yeah. You know, it's hard thank sometimes you. to open up.